that's all we have today, folks. I, 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 you, you can't see me on this podcast, but I'm. While you were doing that, I was putting my hand over my heart and looking off into the distance. Like I felt like I was listening to a national anthem there while sitting down. While sitting down, you're right. I wasn't. I was not standing up. So this is that's Albert. I'm Isaac. Welcome to our podcast. If you're a new listener. We welcome you. And all the Micronesians. Woo! Let me let's let's talk about guest celebrities that have been on our show. Ryan Reynolds was last week. Ryan the Rock was last week. The Rock. We've had um, him when we were talking about we Red Notice. What was it? Red Denzel Notice. Denzel Washington as an early sponsor of our podcast. Yep. Got Red to Elf. fly out in his private jet to his estate. Do our podcast from there. I think that's a Tom Hanks. Was he here? I don't remember. Like who Talk, remembers about Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks and anything. <laughs> like if we talked did about we, a single Tom Hanks movie, I don't think. Did we, we have. not do Greyhound? No, we did not do Greyhound. That was a great movie. I have not seen Green, Greyhound. Mm. Um, well, today we're talking about Netflix's newest film. Windfall. Windfall. Not a James Bond movie. You no. may be mistaken that it's a James Bond movie by that title. But it's Windfall. I I have a separate take on this movie that you're not going to like. but You it, just broke up because we're using our high-state, state-of-the-art equipment to record I, this podcast. I, I said I have a, a different take on this movie that you're probably not going to like. Um, and it involves a movie that I wish you had seen over the weekend that I saw. Called was it Batman? But, no, no, no. That was that was almost a month ago now. Um, no, it was a movie called The Outfit. And people should go watch The Outfit instead of watching Windfall. <laughs> and but the comparisons between the two are very apt. Um, in terms of like the well, limited I mean, amount of characters and sort of what I can't speak for the movie outfit because the you outfit, didn't even tell yeah. me you were watching it or that you were going to bring it up during this discussion. I know. So, but you can see a full review of it on thelegionaire.net. I'm not going to read a review of a movie before I watch it. True. That's fair. That's called spoilers. But just even without seeing it, they're they're both so let me give you the synopsis of the outfit uh-huh. by imdb yes an expert tailor must outwit a dangerous group of mobsters mm-hmm. in order to survive a fateful night yeah now let's do windfall a man breaks into a tech billionaire's empty vacation home but things go sideways when the egg egg ignorant i can't even speak today Arrogant Magul, Magul, as I said, right? Mogul and his wife arrive works too for, for a last-minute getaway. You know what? Reading those synopses, I I can't even tell which movie's which. <laughs> yeah, funny. Uh, no, but both of them take place in like one setting, right? And both of them have a limited amount of characters. Uh, both of them deal with large sums of money changing hands. Um, both of them deal with crime, albeit on different scales. 
Um, and it's just there's... like, yeah, okay. I haven't watched the outfit, so I don't know. Yeah, but I'm just telling you, there, about... there, there are some there are com- some comparisons to be made. I mean, there's a lot of movies that take place in one location. Not a lot, a lot of movies, movies take... but there are there are other movies that that take place in one location. There are a lot of movies that take place in one location. I guess they do it, it because of budget reasons. Yeah, it, we're so those movies are going to get picked here, up and but... made. Those movies are going to get made and picked up before a whole lot of other movies. So there are a ton of movies made in one location with limited cast. Once again, budget reasons. Okay, but they're both relatively recent movies. They're both dealing with somewhat similar subject matter in terms of crime, right? Um, the crimes well, one's are a petty different. Thief, one's a mafia, but yeah, yeah. But one, they're they're different. I don't levels know of crime, because you didn't. See I can't. One. I can't argue because I don't. I have not seen the outfit. I from one of us though. I am telling you. Just but, right off the bat, go see the outfit instead of watching Windfall. Well, I would say go see Windfall because it's on Netflix. The outfit got a 7.5 rating on IMDb and what Windfall, Windfall got a 5.7. There you go. <laughs> you know why Windfall got a 5.7? Because it's better? Because it's an art film and people aren't going to get it. Would you not say that that was what Windfall was going for? That's what I'm saying. Windfall it was an artsy film. Well, okay, but the outfit is kind of an artsy film. I thought you said the outfit was a art film. Yeah, Windfall is an artsy film. Well, so is the outfit in a lot of ways. All right. Well, let's talk about the the Windfall, not the <laughs> outfit. I'm gonna get rid of the outfit for my screen. Windfall. And I want to talk first about one of my favorite actors who's in this film. Jesse Plemons. Correct. Jess, Jesse Plemons. Yes. No, I'm totally. Please. Like, this guy is probably one of the best actors right now out please, there. Please note that none of the characters in Windfall have a name. There's just... Like, on IMDb, he's called the CEO. Which is funny. I, I like that. I can respect I, I that. Just, I just called him the rich man in my review, because... But this kid, this guy, he's not a kid anymore, but this guy is, I say kid because uh, I met him in Friday Night Lights. Oh, cool. When I first met him uh, in that show. Wait, wait, you met him like in person, right? Is that, that's what you're yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah. On the TV. But right. I met him. Were you working on the show in Friday Night Lights? No, no, he was on the TV and I saw him. I said, hey, what's up? And then he happened to say, hey, too. <laughs> so I met so him. So you were hallucinating. No, he said, hey. I said, hey. Oh, okay. He was in Breaking Bad. I don't know if you know that that's that's not how television works. I don't know if you've ever seen Breaking Bad, but he was in that. No, I passed on that. I figured. Oh, he was in Fargo, the TV show. But this kid, this guy, you're going to disagree with me, I know, but he reminds me a lot of Philip Seymour Hoffman. No, I, I, I agree with you 100%. In fact, I, watching him, I kind of thought he was like a poor man's Philip Seymour Hoffman. I wouldn't say a poor man's. He's just, yeah, well, Philip Seymour Hoffman. He was in a Western. What's that Western? Let me see if I can find it. 
Um, I, well, I was watching Hostiles. Was... Hostiles, oh, which yeah. is one of my favorite movies to come out in a long time. Oh, so good. If you haven't seen that, watch that. I haven't seen that. Christian Bale. I my actually the guy I live with, I think that was like the last movie he went to the movie theater to go see by himself and he came back and was like that was terrible. But then again he doesn't remember anything, so there you go. Terribly good, but that's probably one of the best movies. So anyways <laughs> Probably one of the best movies ever. <laughs> like I will be honest and I'm not a big Jason Siegel fan. I don't mind him. I like him in uh, Saving, or no, but Forgetting Sarah, I will, Sarah Marshall. I will say this. Watching this movie with him, I could have sworn it was Jeff Daniels at times. You know, he, he co-wrote and produced this movie. Yes. Yes. Did he not look like Jeff Daniels, though, from Dumb he and did. Dumber? A little bit. Film? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Except, did... Did Jeff Daniels have a beard in in that movie? I don't. It doesn't matter. Jeff Daniels had a beard at one point. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure he has too. But like, I'm just wondering why you specifically went to. Um, uh, it's the hair. Well, okay. Yeah, I guess. And his um, outfit, like he's wearing the brown coat. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. Stuff like that. Wait, he's a brown coat, yeah. like in Serenity. Yeah. Yes, just like Serena. Which, did you see that Nathan Fillion's coming to Megacon? Oh, really? For Orlando? What, yeah, what is, what, is he, what is he flogging? What? What is he flogging? What is he promoting? I don't know. He's going to know. He's going to be there for the meet and greets. Just going to be there? Yeah, sign get autographs. Sign, sign autographs greets, for all the... Take pictures. The, um, Serenity Nerds. I was trying to remember the name of the show that that's based on. Um, I should know this. Firefly. Firefly. Firefly, yeah. There you go. Yeah. You did it. I did it. Woo, but... did it. Woo. And then there's Lily Collins. She's in the movie. Yeah, which I, like, I was trying to remember other things that I'd seen her in. He, she was in Tolkien. Um, She's in Abduction. That was one of your favorite movies. You always I tell me not. how much you love <laughs> I've Abduction. I've never seen Abduction. I've never seen Abduction with Taylor Lautner in there. Yeah, werewolf. You're like, oh, I love abduction. Oh, that's so cool. Never said that. Like why I was like, what do you want to do Friday night? And you're like, I want to watch abduction why, again. Why do you keep a I'm forming? Like, no, not why again. Why do you keep forming opinions for me? I'm not. I'm just, that's just facts. Just facts. You know why it's a fact? Because I just said it and now it's on the internet. <laughs> well, it's not a fact. I thought she did a really good job, though. Like, the acting in this movie, I felt, was actually really good. I guess. I guess that's the one good thing I would say about it. All right, let's hear why Albert did not like a movie. Uh, boring, but I can take boring because, not to go back to the outfit, but one would say that the outfit was I can't boring. even look at you right now. What are you doing? I'm... I, <laughs> Uh, it was the ten minutes to the hour, so I'm getting up and moving around for a minute so that I can. Like get another hour. this is like messing up our audio so bad. Is it really? <laughs> My bad. I think I, I'm good. Yeah, I did it. All right. Um. Anyway, so the movie was boring for me, um, and but I can take boring as long as I care about the characters. 
And I didn't care about a single one of these characters. Except for the gardener. The but gardener only, who was played by Omar Leva. Leva. Who, I mean, in reality, should have just mind his own business and been on his way. He would have survived that way. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. Spoiler. Oh. Um, I mean, I think I think you you understand why Jason Siegel's character is listed as nobody, like why he's there, what he's doing. Well, it's not really explicitly said. He Definitely remains said. very he remains very tight lipped about. Definitely his... said. Well, okay. Well, what did he say then? What did I miss? He's there because Jesse Plemos, character the CEO, Plemons. wrote a. Code algorithm, yeah. To downsize make businesses save money by getting rid of people who were uh-huh. really working. Mm-hmm. Jason Siegel's character was one of those people's, and he wanted to see how it was living in his shoes for one day inside Robble. Yeah. The, the only thing he said was that he wanted to see what it was like to live in his shoes. But that's the only thing that is confirmed. And no, any and of, then he talks about right beforehand. No, he doesn't he say that. He clearly goes into a monotone says, about this guy. He says, yes, he says, you're right. He tells the CEO guy he, that you're right. I wanted to uh, see what it was like to live like you for a day. He never says that he was fired from any of his companies or anything like that. He never says okay. that. Okay, it's literally in the movie. He Sometimes never says things- that. If someone doesn't come out and straightly say something to you, like a like straight point blank word to you, you it's are like making it doesn't an, happen. No, you are making, I'm not an, making an assumption. assumption is that... I can read between lines and understand how the characters are acting. It could without him actually saying that that is the case. It's just a guess, though. It's, it's not, not a guess. It, There's a no guess. guess. There, oh my god, this is why I guess. I knew. Oh my god, no. Okay, we'll just How go with the guess for you. Just just because I'm not even gonna argue the, this because you're not gonna because, change your mind. Just because the CEO argue. says that 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 he thinks that, like that is the case, the CEO makes the assumption, but it is never confirmed. I feel like you need to rewatch this movie, but you won't. So because it sucks. Definitely confirmed. It does not. This is actually a pretty decent movie. And I know there's a lot of people that are not going to like this movie because it has that artsy feel. And you can tell it has the artsy feel right from the opening credits when they do the old school credit type one shot pan over. Type right. Thing of what they're and, the, and the classic Hollywood lettering and all that. Yeah. That's where the, the comparisons, the classic cinema ends after the opening credits. Well, besides the uh, shots that they use and stuff like that. What, because the camera doesn't move around a ton? That makes it classic Hollywood? Yes, there's a lot of classic Hollywood shots here. You got the long range, you got the medium shots, the long shots that they stay on way too long that movies don't do anymore. Um, They're following almost like an old... Like 60s, 50s film noir type shooting style. Yeah. The only reason they didn't move the camera around like that back in the day because they didn't have really the the 
technology to do the kinds of things that they do today. Well, here's the thing. Cameras don't need to move around. Agreed. There is no need for a camera to be moving around, flip-floppity, flip-flop. The biggest camera movement they had is when she's walking out to the driveway to get the money. Um, because, so what happens, I guess we could talk about the movie a little bit. He breaks into the house, gets caught while he's leaving. Mm-hmm. Because they're not supposed to be there. He's supposed to be at some speak thing. Mm-hmm. But they're obviously having marital problems. Did you catch that? <laughs> yes, Isaac, I caught that, okay? Don't I'm freaking say these sure. things. I'm just making sure because there are things in this movie. Like he you can never tell explicitly says that he, he literally was a lost his job of any yes. of the companies. He never says that. Okay. He doesn't. Okay. You don't have to say something straight up to understand something. He re- part of his character is that he remains very tight-lipped about the things that he did because he doesn't want to reveal anything about himself because he thinks he's going to be able to get away and, and you know, live the rest of his life. But and you the less he says about himself, he's a the better. Former... He says earlier in the movie that the less I'm not going to argue with this, himself, Albert, because... I'm not going to argue no, with it. what because... you're going to say is that you're right and I'm wrong. <laughs> well, because there's there's subtle facts in there that point to what I am, I am I'm there, saying. There, the only thing that points to the fact that or the supposed fact that he was a former employee of one of these companies is that the CEO says several times, oh, you're one of my former employees. This must be why you're doing all this stuff. And the only thing he says at the end is that I did this because I wanted to see what it would be like to live like you for a single day. But And, gonna, and then I'm he gonna. says something about all the other people that, that, that he did this to. Because... I can't right now, but yeah. Okay. So you want to be right, but I can't be right. So no. That's fine. All I'm telling you is that it could be either way. He doesn't, it's never definitively she said. Longer picking oh my God. That's Jeff. We spent picking names for our children. That's uh, Jeff Foxworthy coming in on us. He just walked in the studio. Mm-hmm. He walked into the wrong studio. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find the scene, but I don't think it's just that one scene though. You're, you're stuck on one scene. The only, that's the only time scene. that's the only time that he talks about anything about himself. Oh, I don't remember where the scene is. It's towards the end. Because he, the money comes back in, he picks up the bag, but before he does, he goes over to the CEO and you were and, right. I wanted to know what it would feel like to be you. And so I came here. Mm -hmm. And then you showed up. And deep down, I really wanted you to be good. Because then at least things might make sense. Life might feel more fair. And then I saw you. The real you, and you're so disgusting. I feel sick, and nothing feels fair. You have everything, and I have nothing. 
Anyways, I can't see how you can't see. You're that making and an assumption. He could have been. I, he could have been some guy who read about what was happening Albert, to his I, company. I, 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 I'm not no, no, argue. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Because I'm not he making could, assumptions. He could have not making assumptions at all. That at is all. an assumption. Exactly. That is an assumption. Without him saying yes, exactly. I was a former employee at one of your companies. Oh my god! Movies then, don't need to say that stuff, though. And that's what he could have. He could have been anybody. He could have been a guy reading a newspaper and reading about what he had been doing to his companies and saying, "You know what? I'm going to go do something about that." This also what makes bad writing is when people come out and say stuff instead of just understanding. Let the actors do their job. I agree job. with you there, but other out there are ways of saying those things without being so blunt. You know they're, exactly they're, what he just did. No, he didn't. All he said was that I have nothing. That does not automatically mean that he was a former employee of his. Oh, my God. Okay, we'll just stop there because I'm not going to change your mind. You're not changing All, my mind. I'm not saying that you're, you're, we're changing minds. All I'm saying is that it is not concrete that he was a part of and I'm one saying, of his companies. You're saying that, and I'm saying it is very concrete that it is. All right. Well, you know, go ahead and set up a review or an interview with uh, uh, Jason Siegel and and see if like like he says that that was supposed to be what his character was 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 meant. All to right, be. then because... you set up a review with Jason Siegel that and see if that's his character not supposed to be. Fine. I, Same I, way. I I will do that. But outside, like, of, like, like you're 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 basing something on 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 uh, on. Um, Something that isn't really there. I'm not. I'm basing it on the character, the what is said, the way it's delivered, mm -hmm. the pauses, and the character emotions in the scene. That's what I'm basing it on. Okay. So what you're saying is that um, if I were to tell you that um, my foot is asleep right now, um, you would say concretely that it is because um, I have a cardiovascular problem and, uh, and I need to have it amputated. Well, I mean, is there an hour and a half of you explaining why your foot fell asleep? That isn't an hour and a half of... Uh, yes, it no, is. No, all it is is the CEO saying, oh, you're one of my employees, you're one of my employees. And he not saying anything to that until the very end when you're just you're using I'm that just one trying line to, let you to know. make that assumption. I'm not using the one line. I'm using the and whole movie. Let me to say, make let me assumption. say the reason I am reacting this way is because you're you're basically telling me that I'm wrong and and, and making me feel like an idiot for thinking the but way I am. You're telling me I'm wrong and you don't see me getting all whatever. But I'm you're making me feel like you. an idiot for thinking the way I am. Oh my gosh, I can't. Uh, 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 no, you're doing the same thing, Albert. Right now, I you're am doing the defending same thing with me. my my viewpoints. I am defending my viewpoints, the same as you are. But you're making me feel like an idiot. I am just explaining to you why I find the way it is to back up my my statement. I'm just presenting the facts of how screenwriting and films 
and all this stuff works. Yes. Typical old Albert doesn't know anything about filmmaking. He doesn't see it. He doesn't listen but to I'm movies. I'm trying to know. explain to you stuff, and then you go to this whole thing of I'm attacking you, and I'm not. I'm explaining to you how so, this movie... So tell me how I'm supposed to react when you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this, you know, all this stuff. How am I supposed to Well, because to react? that's how you're reacting to me after no, I try I'm to explain something. You're no, just, I'm not. I am defending you're doing it myself. Now. I am defending You're doing myself. it right now. You're doing it right now. How am I, how am I attacking you? You're doing it right now by yelling how? at me and telling me that I'm because attacking I you. Because I put on the, the defensive when, you, when I feel this way. Well, don't get defensive. What I'm saying is you stated a fact that you saw, and then I state my fact because that's my fact of the thing. And it, the problem is, and I feel like you don't ever, ever want to recognize that I have 20 years' experience in no, working no, 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 with no, this no, stuff. No, 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 no. I am perfectly happy to defer to you and a lot of areas. However, in this case, I am not agreeing with you because for me, the dialogue does not add up to what you're saying. That's all I am because, saying. And that's what I'm trying to tell you is that it's not just this one scene. It's everything leading up to this scene to understand who okay, this guy but, is. But you want you want me to it seems to me that you want me to agree with you on this. And I'm and and I'm telling you that I don't have to have you agree with me. All I'm well, all I'm, I mean, all I'm obviously, saying is that let, let's let's just acknowledge that we both have different viewpoints instead of trying to say that one way is the I right way of thinking and the other isn't. But when I state something saying a lot of people probably agree with you on this movie because that's probably why it's got a 5.7 rating on IMDb. And this is the artsy films. Ha There's a thing with artsy films. You watch them, and I've seen some, and I don't get I don't get them at all. I watch them, and I go, I don't understand what the hell I watch. I don't know why people think this is a great movie. Um, for example, I don't consider it an artsy film, but Citizen Kane. I don't get Citizen Kane. People love it. You know, mm -hmm. to me, that movie's not one of the greatest movies ever filmed. I think camera movement wise, yes, but not when it comes to story. I look for movies more on story realm, story and dialogue. And I don't care less about if a shot's cool. If I want a cool shot, I watch Daredevil. Like, mm -hmm. But there's a lot of people who are watching this movie, apparently, and are just I can say, if I say you don't get this movie, you take offense to it. It's not talking about getting offense. It's just you didn't relate to the movie, nor did you like the movie. But I'm saying there yeah, are elements okay. in the film. There are elements in the film that I want you to consider when watching the movie again, and it might open up the presence of a film. Just like the first time I ever saw like Citizen Kane, I thought it was, I'd never want to watch it again. The people explained to me what was happening and why. It has such a big history, you know, okay. mm -hmm. and now I can respect the film, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I like it still, but I understand where people are coming from with this film. Mm -hmm. And that's all I'm trying to say is there are certain elements in certain filmmaking aspects that are used or in dialogue or in acting. And 
I think the acting in this movie was great, and there's a lot of underlining. And I stuff agreed with you happening. on that part. But then that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of underlining stuff that, if you're not paying close attention to this movie, there are going to be some elements missed in this film. Well, I paid attention to the movie, and I do not uh, agree with your your logic there. Now, in terms of what we've been arguing about here, now, I I I get what you were saying before about this movie not being for me. Now, the reason why this movie is was not for me doesn't have anything to do with the way the camera was used or the acting or anything like that. I simply didn't care about any of these characters. They're all, except again, you didn't like for the, the characters. Gardener. I didn't like the characters. I liked the gardener. You didn't like the wife. I didn't like the wife. I didn't get why she felt like she had to murder everybody at the end. Um, just leave. Just leave. She could have left before she came in with all the money when she went, went out to retrieve the money. She could have just walked away with all that money and started her, her own life and left the, the two of those other idiots there. And if she had done that, I would have respected her a little bit more, and the movie probably would have been a little bit better in my book. But she didn't do that. She came back inside and decided to do what she did. And therefore, the, I, I got to the end of the movie, and I was like, I didn't like that experience. Okay. The end. I mean, I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I, that's the thing is I respect this movie and my wife's like, should I watch it? And I told her, I was like, you're not going to like the movie, you know, mm -hmm. because I know she's not going to like the movie. Mm -hmm. Maybe she'll watch it and surprise me and like it. I don't know. But there are going to be people who watch this movie and don't like, like you. I think this movie, it's hard. Like there is Hitchcock elements in this film. There's, Mm -hmm. lots of other great like the acting is great like i like for me this is probably one of the best acting films i've seen this year i can't think of another best acting film that i haven't seen this out what was it outbreak what was the one you were talking the, about earlier the outfit you should yeah you should watch the outfit like i can't compare it to that acting in that film but i suppose that it has to be good since it only takes place in a small area how was the mm -hmm. acting it was great. It was great. So, I mean, like for me, this film right now stands out as one of the top competitors for Oscars. But apparently I'm all wrong on Oscars because I didn't see any of the Oscar movies last year. And I tried to watch some of them and they were awful. So one that's getting talked a lot about is Coda, but I haven't seen it. So that was Coda. It's on Apple TV. It's something about people who are deaf. I don't know. With the girl? Yeah. How do you spell that? C-O-D-A. Not K. No, C-O-D-A. Coda, Coda, Coda. Let's see if I... What is this? As a Coda, child of deaf adults. Okay, yeah, that's going to be Oscar. Yeah, Okay. Yeah, I mean Apple TV. By the way, yeah, I've not bothered. I mean, they're stepping up their game. Greyhound. I haven't seen the other Tom Hanks movie. 
I started a show called Suspicion or something like that the other day. Mm -hmm. It's good, Mm -hmm. but they also have that Jennifer Aniston one with the morning show. Mm -hmm. I can't remember the name of it. I think it's called The Morning Show, isn't it? I think you're right. Like Apple TV, man, watch out. So you're saying I should get it? I mean, I get it because I get a bunch of free offers all the time. I don't know how you haven't had any free offers for Apple I TV. Probably yet. haven't been paying attention. No. All right, so back to windfall, I guess. Well, I'm sorry, man. I just I I, I tend to get defensive. I, I really do. You don't um, need to get defensive. You know me and how I act. I don't restrict my emotions at all when I hear I'm, something. And I'm, I'm a bit more circumspect. This is why me and Albert started out as mortal enemies. <laughs> we're, not, we're not mortal enemies. We were definitely mortal enemies. And we were planning <laughs> to destroy each other's lives. No. Um, because of the fact like this. Because... I act a certain way, and he acts a certain way. And that's why you should listen to our podcast, because we're two separate people with way different opinions on movies and some life stuff. Um, I like it better when we agree, though. I don't. <laughs> people don't want to listen to us agreeing on things. We could make fun of things together. I actually didn't think you would hate this movie as much as you did not like this movie. I, I guess was... I should have seen it coming at the end because it's a very dark ending. Yeah. Like, can we just talk about their reaction, though, when the guy, spoiler, when the gardener goes through the window? Yeah, my gosh. It's like comedic. Like... It's like a comedy cut into this, here's this tense yeah. situation. Yeah. And then it becomes comedy for like five seconds and then Back Until you realize he's dying. Yeah. But, see, th- I guess that was what kind of set up the end, though. Because I thought that with the bonding scene that the robber and the wife had overnight beside the campfire, uh, where, you know, she was talking about her problems with the marriage and how she felt Which, trapped. before that, you had to bring up that the husband told her, like, basically was telling her to pimp herself out. Yeah, which I don't like. I guess that was ruined by the the death of the gardener. But like, I I I still expected her to leave with him at the end. But I guess that was ruined when when the gardener died and none of the other two came to help help him. He was the only one. That, so like, he was he was a symp- well, somewhat sympathetic character in the fact that he tried to help the gardener. Even though well, here's, he was robbing the place. And I think your biggest problem with this film is that there's no good characters in this movie except the gardener. Except the gardener, exactly. Because in the end, the the wife... Because she keeps talking about how her husband only cares about himself. Yeah. And only does stuff to protect himself and like this. And in the end, yes, she could leave mm-hmm. him. There might be a prenup. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, or either way, she can get fifty percent of his profits, or she can use this opportunity since she Actually, crossed the line already. You want you want to hear a, a a funny marriage fact I know about the state of California? And I'm assuming this is California, given the Citrus Grove. But California has this thing called community property law, 
which means that automatically in the state of California, if you get married, each spouse is entitled to half of the common property. Um, okay. And, and so no matter what happens, if you divorce, whatever, you're automatically entitled to half the, half the property. Um, which I learned from the movie, The Parent Trap, the original Parent Trap from 1961 with Haley Mills, <laughs> which I'm a mo- which is a movie I'm weirdly obsessed with. That's yeah, I wouldn't say that out loud. I well, I just did. But anyways, she used this opportunity to gain for herself, uh huh, and kill her husband, who treats her horribly, by the way. Right. Is a horrible person, and it, it's always clear that he's horrible. Yeah. You know, like his line, like, you know, it's hard to be a, you know, hard it is to yeah. be a rich white man. Yeah. Yeah. Which right is now ridiculous. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. It's completely um, ridiculous. I mean, he puts the guy at risk when he, he put call 911. Yeah. So basically, the death is on him. The shooting mm-hmm. of the gun is on him. Like, yeah. He pushes the nobody character to the limits to fire the gun to make the guy run away. Yeah. Which the gun is owned by him as yeah. well. Which he was lying this about at the beginning. The guy didn't even have a gun when he broke into the house. Yeah. He found it in there. Well, well, yeah, when he came back after whatever, he puts it in the fountain. Yeah, but he originally found it when he was looking through the drawers. Yeah, but he didn't take it then. No, he didn't take it then. It was when so he once was he running away. Yeah, when he yeah. locks him up, he takes it, puts it in the fountain, and then yeah. realizes that he's on camera. Yeah. And does for some reason the guy claims that he doesn't know where this camera goes to that's in yeah. the cloud. Yeah. I mean, if that's the case, I get it, then you're screwed anyway. So Yeah. Which and is it, why they negotiated about the money. You know, which is weird because all he wanted was like what, fifty thousand? And they're like, No, no. Yeah. Yeah. You want more than that if you're trying to get away. Yeah. So I mean, but yeah, I mean I thought the movie was good. I think if you're into films, uh, small, great acting cast, watch this movie. And I but would say the same thing, but watch the outfit. Yeah, there's going to be people that don't like this movie. Like, I could watch the outfit and not like it. I think you would like it. Did you go to the theaters? I did. And And here's the thing. There wasn't a ton of people in the theaters, so there you go. You don't have to worry about big crowds in the theater. <sighs> yeah, yeah, but still, I don't know if I'll go there for the. I one of my favorite things used to be going to a theater. I know, I loved it. But ever since COVID and the ability to just watch these new movies on my OLED TV. It's like, and I make my popcorn at home. Do I really want to pay, end up paying 30 bucks for a movie? You know? I, I, I mean, to each their own, I suppose. I, I do not to, have an OLED TV. So. And then I hate when you get into a theater, and let's just take away all the people. Let's say you're just the only one in there. Mm-hmm. And the movie theater's like, we're not running the AC today in Florida. And you're like sweating. What has that ever happened to you? Oh, it's happened several times. I've never had that happen to me. Well, you live in a richer neighborhood than I do. (laughs) Okay. So. 
All right. Any other takeaways? Me and I fault. You guys listen to it. I'm very sorry for That's yelling. That's what we do. You don't have to be sorry. I have. I told you before we started this podcast. I told Albert I was in a bad mood. When I'm in a bad mood, I don't hide how I react when I hear something that I do not like or agree with. Mm-hmm. And if you don't understand this by now, well, I guess. But you know, we can say the converse for for me as well. Like I, I could be pretty defensive sometimes because, like, well, anyway, I can be pretty defensive sometimes. So I am apologizing for getting that way. Let's both apologize. I'm sorry. Now we'll hug it out. Now, because we're supposed to go to Disney this Saturday. Yes. Try and find us. Hollywood yes. Studios. Yes. All right. Well, you take us out, Albert, because I am too mentally drained from this <laughs> podcast to say anymore. This has been Down and Not Refused with Isaac and Albert. Woo!